Hi Jackie, I'm Wes. So I would like to say a big Cameron Primary School thank you for giving up your precious time to give us tips and answers for all of our questions we have already planned for you. Can we all show our appreciation for Jackie? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Hi Jackie, it's me, Pippa. Okay. What inspired you to write Walking the Boundaries? That's a very difficult question to answer because Walking the Boundaries wasn't like any of my other books. Um, many years ago, 40 years ago, um, I met a woman who was a bit like me. When the Indigenous people had been moved, she lived with the Indigenous people ever since she was a baby. When they were taken to reserves forcibly down the coast, they left her with various items of knowledge and she was keeping them until the Indigenous people came back again. And she was in her 90s. She had no one to pass them on to. And she knew I lived alone in the bush. And she thought I was like her. And she, she asked me to do certain things. But I had no idea how to find the people whose knowledge this was. So I wrote Walking the Boundaries as a sign to anyone reading it who would recognize that there was some knowledge behind it. And about 10 years ago now, I had a phone call. Um, a teacher down the coast had, who was indigenous, had read it. And she rang her sister and her mother and her grandmother and said, hey, I think there's someone up at the headwaters of Aragon, um who's got something to tell us. And so it worked. It took 30 years, but finally these carloads of women came up to share knowledge from down the coast. And we've been working together on various projects ever since. So no other book has started like that. I wrote it though, because walking up the gorge here, you could be at any time at all. It would have been the same 20,000 years ago and I hope it would be much the same in another 20,000 years. You seem to be in a world without time. The pools are so deep, when you swim over them, it's like flying. You're swimming through the clouds in the sky. It's a truly extraordinary place and a very significant place. But that was why I wrote the book, partly because walking up the gorge, it's almost as though I can see Meg um, and Martin and Wallabadara, possibly around the next corner. Um, but also I wrote it deliberately, putting some clues in it that um, there, there, was, there was knowledge that I needed to, to share with the people who were the traditional landowners. And now we've got a conservation agreement over the property so that there will always be access um, forever and ever while the task of this place exists um, for the women to, to come here. This is their place as well now, not, not, not just mine. Hi Jackie, I'm Liv. If you had to choose another ending for this book, what would it be? <laughs> um, I never considered um, another ending. Walking the Boundaries is maybe the only book I've ever written that I just wrote like that. 
usually I think for three years and I rewrite and I rewrite and I rewrite and I change the ending and I change the ending and I change the ending, but not with this one. When I rewrote this, I think I changed six words. Um, we did a new edition and I think we took out a couple of old fashioned words like video player, but we didn't change anything else. So I've never, never thought of um, another, another, another ending. Um, maybe I would actually have Dracula waiting outside rather than inside. Um, but um, I've had more experience now with very large, very angry, very hungry wombats inside. But no, there'd be no real change to the ending. Hi, Jackie. Um, I'm Monica. And how do you come up with characters for your story? The story creates the character and the character creates the story. If I've got a time and a theme I want to write about, um, I come up with characters that are best able or who would be in that story. But then I think about them to make them interesting because when you write a book, um, there has to be a reason why everyone keeps turning the page. They want to know more about this character. So if it's a really, really boring character and you really don't care if a Tyrannosaurus eats them tomorrow, then they're not going to keep reading the book. So first of all, you've got to have interesting characters and a reason why people care, care about them. Um, but if you get a really good character, um, that's your halfway to writing your story then, once you get your character. Thank you. Hey Jackie, um, I'm Gus and we Hi. want to know how, uh, what do you use uh, to start your story and what ideas do you uh, use? I usually spend years thinking about the story and then when I'm ready to write it, it's as though it's sort of biting the back of my neck and it won't let go till I write it. So then I start scribbling down ideas. Now I'm dyslexic. I can't read my handwriting. Um, my spelling is terrible. I can't read my notes, but that doesn't matter because just writing them down seems to make it realer and makes fixes it in my mind for me. Um, I never sit down and think, oh, I'm going to start writing a book today because I'd be terrified. I'd be too scared and a book is just too big to write. Instead, I think, what scene am I going to write? And every morning, I just think of the scene I'm going to write in detail, just like it's a TV set in my brain, and I can see it. And when I start a book, I almost never start at the beginning. I just write the scene that I want to write that day, the most exciting scene, the most vivid scene, um, a funny scene, whatever I feel like writing. I just write that scene. And then the next day, I write another scene, and another, and another, and another, and after a few days, finally, I think, ah, there's a book here and I'm ready to start at the beginning. And then I fit those scenes in during, during the book. And I usually rewrite them and change it too. But I never start at the beginning. I usually write the ending first because when you write the ending, you have to think about the book. If you start at the beginning, it's so easy to think, oh, I have got a good idea for a book. But you need 10,000 good ideas for a book. If you just start writing, 
you're going to probably finish after two paragraphs or two pages and not know what to write next. But if you write the ending first, then it makes you think about what you're really writing about. So maybe just try writing the ending of a story instead of a whole story um, and see what happens. And then for the beginning, instead of writing the whole beginning, try just writing the first sentence. Just one sentence for the beginning, but make it so interesting that people are going to want to keep on reading. I read a book once about a writer who was writing a book. And the first line of his book was, we kept Uncle Toby in a bucket. And that was it. And ever since I wanted to read the rest of that story, um, who was Uncle Toby and why did they keep him in a bucket? So try to write the first line, a fascinating first line of a book. You don't have to write the book and try writing the ending but not the whole book. And you'll probably find if you've got a really good first sentence and a really good ending, you'll probably suddenly find, hey, I know what happens in the middle now. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And it just happens by writing that one sentence and that ending. So have a go. Have a go. Hi, Jackie, I'm Nilla. And can I just say that was a really interesting Hi. Answer? Hello. That was a really interesting ending. <laughs> I would like to know Thank how long it takes you to write a book just like Walking the Boundaries. Walking the Boundaries only took three weeks, but there's, it's, that's never happened before, except with a couple of the disaster books. And with the disaster books, it's because I've been thinking about them for a long time. They're stories that I already know, and I just write them down. But Walking the Boundaries was different. It only took three weeks. Mostly, it takes me three years to plan a book, about three months to write it and then I'll rewrite it and rewrite it and then the editors will ask me for changes, often very, very big changes and sometimes even just before the book goes to the printer, like with my last book, I'll suddenly realise the ending is wrong, the ending is wrong, she ends up with the wrong man, she wouldn't have done that, we've got to change the whole ending and luckily the publishers agreed with me that the new ending was much better and we delayed the book going to the printer, which was very difficult, and I wrote another ending for it. But Walking the Boundaries was different. That was just three weeks. I just, I just sat down and every day the stories seemed to be there for me to write down. Thank you. So that was a good one. Thank you. Um, hi, I'm Rosa and I would like to hi. know, um, have you ever suffered from writer's block? I don't believe writer's block exists. Um, writer's block happens, I think, when either you haven't thought about your book enough or you're really scared to actually start writing. Um, my books never work till I've been writing for about three days. And I know I have to do those three days of writing before the book really works. And every time I start writing, I think it's never going to work. It's never going to work. I'll never write a book again. This is terrible. It's awful. And my husband has now made me put a sign up in my study saying, the book won't work for three days. Don't panic. Um, the way not to have writer's block is just to write. It doesn't matter if it's trash. That's why you've got trash on your computer. Just write. 
but it's a lot easier to rewrite than it is to write. So even if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. You've got something down and you've got yourself into the story and you'll probably find it's really easy to change what you've written and so it really does work. But um, writer's block is really just being terrified. Um, so yes, of course you're terrified. Everyone is terrified when they start to write that it's not going to be as good as the ideas in your brain. I wish that someone would invent um, a brain transfer and I could just click something onto my head and suddenly the ideas in my head would be there on paper and it would be much easier. But I'll never be able to really put the ideas that I can see in my mind's eye as well as that onto paper. But hopefully every book I write, I'm getting better at, at doing that. Um, but no, every book I'm terrified. And book writing, writing is hard if you're going to do it well. Um, I always loved writing stories, but everyone said you couldn't make a living as a writer. So I just wrote because I enjoyed it. And it wasn't till I needed to make some money from my writing, I started working at my writing. And that meant writing for the reader, not writing for myself. You actually have to work at it. On the other hand, it's the best job in the world. I get paid to daydream. I get paid to sit at my desk and tell myself stories, exactly the stories I feel like being in. It is the best job in the world, but it's still work. You still, you still have to work at it. It's a lovely question. Hi, um, I, um, Hi. Have you published? I have no idea. I stopped counting at 100 when I was 50, and I've been too embarrassed to count up after that. So there'd be at least 200 probably more. And if you really want to, you could probably count them on my website, though some of them aren't on my website anymore if they're out of print. But no, I don't count how many books. It would be much, far too embarrassing. But remember, I also write about things like gardens and chooks and how to make your own chocolate and um, books for adults and history books for adults. So I write all sorts of different kinds of books too. Hi Jackie, I'm Max and um, I'd like to know what is your favourite genre to write? Everything except westerns. Um, I've never written a western. Um, I love writing science fiction, but science fiction doesn't sell as well as the other books. So the publishers keep giving me contracts for historical novels um, because they sell better than science fiction. Um, I've written an opera, but I've never sent it to anyone because um, there's really no market for operas. Um, so look, I love writing all, all different kinds of books. It's like food. Um, I love cherries and chocolate and um, apricots, but only if they're fresh off the tree. Um, but I'd hate anyone to say, you can only eat cherries for the rest of your life. Um, we all like different kinds of books at different times. So why not write different kinds of books? So no, I love, I love writing all different kinds of books, but the publishers like me writing historical novels best. So that's what I mostly write, historical novels and picture books. 
because that's what the publishers keep sending me contracts for. Hi Jackie, I'm Zara. Yep. Do you brainstorm, plan, then just type, or do you just type it straight out? I always think about the book, and then every morning I think about the scene I'm going to write in detail. The only exception to that is where there is a very hard scene in the book. Um, like in Goodbye, Mr. Hitler, um, a scene where someone might get hurt or die, a scene I know it's going to be very hard to write. And with those scenes, I, I usually wait to say a friend rings up and says, oh, I'm going to be late. Or I suddenly have got some free time. And then without thinking about it, I'll go to my computer and write that scene. And then I won't read that scene again. I'll just put it into the novel. The really hard scenes to write. But there wasn't a scene like that in Walking the Boundaries. But apart from that, no, I think about the whole book. Um, I make lots of notes about the whole book. Then I write one scene a day and pop that out every morning. And um, this is what I'm going to write today. And I'll also be scribbling down other notes about characters or what I might put in or things like that. But I do plan it out. Um, by the way, I never stick to the plans. It's not like a recipe for making a cake. Um, it's just to make me think about it. But when you write a book, often the characters do what they want to do. In Walking the Boundaries, I wasn't going to have Dracula come back with Martin. Um, Dracula decided to come back with Martin. Um, I didn't do that. So always when you're writing a book and you're creating the characters, suddenly you realise, hey, wait a minute, they wouldn't do that. And the characters um, determine what happens next. So I never stick to the outline, um, but the outline does actually make the book richer and much easier to write, much faster to write too, if you've got a good outline. Thank you, Jackie. That's all of our questions for today. Um, on, on behalf of the 5-6 classes and Karen Primary School, I'd like to say thank you for your time. And during remote learning, we really enjoyed reading your book of Diary of a Wombat and Walking the Boundaries. And we hope to read more of your books in the future and possibly see you again. Can we give Jackie a round of applause? Dumpkin. <laughs> thank you. Look, it's been yuppie talking to you. And those were superb questions. They really were just the most thoughtful questions possible to ask. So it's been absolutely lovely talking to you and um, happy, happy reading. Thank you and writing. Bye. Bye. Bye.